Well, welcome everyone to Love versus Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And Emily and I like to debate and argue about things in life that we love and that we just absolutely hate. And I can never get this part of the script right, as Anne likes to always say, so I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to say now. <laughs> You're supposed to say, and usually we disagree. Oh, yeah. That. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, so we it's close to Easter. Easter um, Easter has actually passed, but happy Easter, everyone. Happy I know it's been Easter. An Easter like no other. <laughs> uh, I think this is, you know, I mean, this is the first Easter I'm not spending with my family. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And we hope you guys all had uh, a safe Easter with yes. yummy food, hopefully. And that you're all still hoppy and healthy. Did you see what I did there? Did you say hoppy instead of happy? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I I kind of approve, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I did see what she did there. Um, but yeah, but before we get too far into talking about Easter, there has been something that has happened recently that I wanted to talk to Emily about. And it is this craze over a Netflix documentary... And I guarantee you that 90% of our listeners are about to say, or have already said in their heads, exactly what we're about to talk about. Emily, what am I talking about? Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just that's kidding. Not that's on not on Netflix. I know. I wish yes. it was. Um, no. Tiger King, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol. Emily, you can never say that on this podcast ever again. <laughs> oh, but I will. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Anne and I, I don't know why I just said hi. Anne and I, <laughs> that's what Tiger King does to you people. We have both seen Tiger King, and we literally had a phone, like, FaceTime chat once Anne was finished so we could talk about our favorite people and our least favorite people, which, by the way, we don't really have favorite people because none of the people are very favorable. Well, they just they all have such varying sides of the story and they all they all have their they all just have things about them that were made evident. And it just was the their lives are just so crazy. Yeah, just, it's just insane. Some of the things that they've disputed and fought over and done, and I mean the and the thing is too, you're seeing it as this whole picture. So as this whole picture, there is missing persons cases. Uh, I, I don't want to give too much away. Uh, well, everybody knows we spoil on this show. I'm sorry if you haven't watched Tiger King. We're gonna talk about it for like probably the next five minutes at least. So spoiler alert! Minutes. Spoiler alert! Uh, yeah, there's a missing persons case. There's arson. There's thieving and there's, um, I mean, attempted murder and cults and... <laughs> and you can't forget uh, about that expired meat. Oh, I can forget though. I Emily. always remember that and Anne always gets like triggered after I say it. Just kidding. She doesn't get triggered. Do you get triggered, Anne? No, but <laughs> it's definitely not pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's only seven episodes, but wow, it really just changes your life. 
Yeah, it, it's uh, very interesting, definitely. Um, and I, I mean, it was a five-year process. Oh, and I even forgot to mention the like federal like investigators, and you know, there's there's just a lot that happens to these people in this industry. Of it's all about. We haven't even talked about what it's about. We've just talked about what's in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, in case nobody is aware. <laughs> yeah. In case nobody has heard of it or knows what it's about, it's about the large cat industry in America. There big are cat. Big cat. Yes. Thank you. Um, there are roughly what, like between, I think they said something like around 10,000 captive big cats in America and only about 4,000 in the wild. Yeah. So there's a significant amount more that we have held captive than are actually in the wild. And that are being bred. Yes. Breeding is huge. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's a whole industry. I mean, there's, and the thing that's interesting about it and makes it so, um, what makes the documentary so compelling <laughs> is that these characters that are in this industry, they're just these people who are very much characters. They feel like they were written out of fiction, but they're real people. And it's just kind of mind blowing. Um, and just some of the things that they've done, it's just kind of crazy. And yeah, and it's all... It's all one world. Like they all share this world of big of owning big cats, and so it's kind of, kind of insane. But um, yeah, that's the latest thing that everybody has watched on YouTube, or I'm sorry, on Netflix. Apparently, yep. It is in the top ten on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it already, it's only seven episodes long. So you might as well do something during your quarantine. <laughs> but. And what are you currently watching on Netflix now that you don't have Tiger King? Or are you just, you can't even get over it, so you are you can't even watch anything? Well, you know, uh, I kind of feel like I need a break. Yeah, because I watched it with my roommate, and after we finished the last episode, we both just kind of looked at each other and we're like, you know, I don't know if I could even recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of insane. Um, but, and it was, as I described to her, I was like, it was draining to watch. Like, you just... You couldn't believe some of the things these people were doing. It's just draining. Um, but, you know, though, I have heard that Community is coming to Netflix. And so I think I'm going to have to do a rewatch of Community. Rewatch, by the way, means when you watch something again. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you for your insight. Thank you. You're welcome. I knew you, I knew you were confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I am currently watching... The People versus O.J. Simpson, the American True Story, I think it's called. Yeah, I think that's like the series. Um, so I'm only on the first episode, but so far it's good. I am very intrigued. I love true crime. So there we go. That's what I moved on next. Just staying kind of in that uh, documentary true real world stuff. Yeah, but it's not it's not a documentary. It's like a retelling. So, yeah, dramatization of it. Yep. That's gotcha. right. Yeah. Well, onto a completely different topic. Um, a happier let's topic. Let's talk about yeah, much happier. Let's talk about Easter. Yes. Um. So I think the most important part of Easter is obviously the candy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have to say, those Reese's peanut butter cups, I don't know what makes that egg shape so special, but it is the best Reese's peanut butter cup you can possibly have when it's those egg-shaped ones. The rest are like, eh, they're okay, but like the egg one, do you know what I mean? They're just so good. 
I don't get it. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. I feel like the ratio of chocolate to peanut butter is just way off. The egg is too much peanut butter, not enough chocolate. No, you're wrong. And so I'm going to agree to disagree with you. I prefer the uh, Christmas tree ones over the easter egg ones so okay well the christmas tree ones are good and i guess if you have to put that as your preference i won't argue but i do like the egg-shaped ones you know my favorite candy i think would have to be jelly beans you know what i have never been a big fan of jelly beans i just never have but my roommate got Starburst flavored jelly beans and they are the bomb.com. They are so good. I've eaten like half the bag of all of them. They're so, it's so delicious. Other than that though, I'm not a big jelly beans fan. Well, yeah, you have to get the right brand. You can't just get like the disgusting ones like that are just like no brand or the story brand ones that are gross. Maybe that's what you've been eating your whole life. But yes, mm. the Starburst brand is delicious. And then I also really like the nerd one. Oh, I bet those are good. I do want to try those now. Yeah, because the outside is all like an actual nerd candy. That's what the coating is. And then the inside is jelly bean. Oh, so good. That does sound good. I would try that. Yes. I wish I could go to the store and just get a plethora of different jelly beans that we could try, but not in today's world. Yeah, maybe once the quarantine is over, but maybe it's the next, still currently happening. Maybe the next time I go to the grocery store for something else, I'll see if they have them, but I'm not going to the store just to get some jelly beans, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I also really like, I don't know who makes them exactly, but they're just those like little egg chocolates that they kind of taste like a Whopper. Maybe Whoppers makes them. You or mean Whopper? Whopper. <laughs> Whopper, yeah. What did I say? Whopper. <laughs> the first time you said it, I knew what you were talking about, but I was like, why does that word sound funny? Like, that's yeah, not right. Like, but I yeah, don't remember what, kinda, what it is. I kind of paused and was like, wait, is, it, is that right? <laughs> Whopper. And then I was like, wait, am I only thinking of the Burger King burger? <laughs> is that why? I, I was getting confused. But yeah, Whopper. Those those are good. I really like those. Yeah. Um, are you more of a chocolate person or a like a fruity candy person hmm I mean I definitely love both honestly when it comes to chocolate I'd much rather have a brownie or like chocolate ice cream or have chocolate like as a dessert when it comes to candy I'd rather have something fruity you mean like instead of like for candy would you would you count like M&Ms as candy and not chocolate Yes. Yeah, okay. exactly. So like gotcha. if you put an M&M or a Starburst in front of me, I'm going for the Starburst every time. Like I'd much rather have something fruity. I like M&Ms though, but like they're, I'd rather have, if you put a brownie and a Starburst in front of me, I'd put the, br- I'd pick the brownie. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I got you. chocolate candies aren't necessarily my favorite, but chocolate mm, to die for. I got you. I okay. love the um, peanut M&Ms when they're in like the, yes. the, What's that word called? The <laughs> the case, the bag, the the color. What's the color? The huh? What are colors? The Easter colors. Oh, uh, baby, like, baby. They're like colors. 
Uh, oh, shoot. There's a name for, like, the yes. light, pale blue and yes, pink there and is. yellow? Yes. What the heck is Pastels? it? Pastels? Yes. Pastels. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I know you were dying over there. Yes. I love when they're in the pastel colors. They're just so Do pretty. Do they taste different? Oh, no. We just but, like the look. But they're okay. pretty. I like to eat the pretty ones better. Yeah, I know. You actually, we had this conversation at one point, and I'm going to bring our listeners in on it, where we talked about how we eat (laughs) M&Ms. And we actually eat them very similarly. Yes. (laughs) It's a science. And I bet all of our listeners have a way, too. Emily, how do we eat them? So we get out a handful, we set them down, or just look at them in our hands, and we eat them by color first. Yes. One, so yep, you have first. to eat... Least favorite to favorite. Yeah. So it goes brown, mm-hmm. red, yellow, or is it orange first? Those mm, two are kind red. of interchangeable for me. Yeah, me too. Very, yep. Um, and then blue and then green. Green is my yes. favorite. Green is and last. And then it's also by amount. Size, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, size. Oh, yeah, well, that's I guess. how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if there's so color first and then if there's two green ones left and there's a smaller green one, I eat the smaller one first and then the large green one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then also, do you eat like the outer shell first before you eat the peanut or do you eat them at the same time? Uh, occasionally I want to like look at the peanut and I'm like, oh, well, I want to see what's in there. But then <laughs> most of the time... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Most of the time I just eat it whole. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was so funny. I didn't mean like, I mean, I don't look at the peanut. I just like separate them in my mouth and then I eat them. I don't like take the peanut out to look at it. Well, I don't either, but I'll just like, I'll bite it purposefully in half so that I can look at it. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to see what's in there. (laughs) I'm not the only one out there that's like this. Come on, listeners, you know. You're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So when you were growing up, did you have like Easter baskets and like do Easter egg hunts and stuff? I did Easter egg hunts. We never had an Easter egg basket, though. The Easter bunny never visited my house. (gasps) Are you kidding? Nope. Wow. But like I said, we did do Easter egg hunts and we would do them on both sides of my family. And uh, it was nice because they provided different things. Like on my mom's side, it was much more of a like kind of traditional Easter egg hunt where you actually have to grab all of the eggs and then open the eggs up. Uh, And they usually were filled with money, which was really exciting. Yeah. So we'd usually hide like a $10 and a $5 bill and then a bunch of like ones and cents. Um, so you always got excited when you picked one up that didn't rattle because you knew it had a dollar bill in there or some kind of bill. Mm -hmm. And so whoever got like the $10 bill, you know, is big deal. Um, but yeah, there was money in them. So that was always really exciting. That's cool. And then on my dad's side, it was much more, we would hide eggs filled with stuff, but it was more commonly like they would hide sodas and large candy bars and like little, like just everything like snack bags and snacks. And Mm. candy and just everything, but it wasn't necessarily strictly in an egg. They would hide eggs as well, but it was, like, all across the board. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And they usually were much bigger because we had, we would invite, like, 
uh, we also just had more family on that side, more kids. And then we also would invite like friends and like neighbors would come over and stuff like that. And it was a much bigger hunt and it usually would last a little while. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember having like Easter egg hunts, um, for my family, but my mom and dad did do like Easter egg baskets, but like they hid them, but it was really stupid the way they hid them. It was just like in the living room next to the TV, like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder where it is. <laughs> nice job uh-huh. hiding. <laughs> uh-huh. But then like everything was already in it. Oh, how do you feel about peeps? We got to talk about peeps. Just- they're disgusting. You don't like peeps? No. Oh my gosh. You Anne. like peeps? My favorite kind of, of peep is a stale peep. Ew. You gotta open up the package and let it sit for like a week. And they, then they'll get like all hard. And then it's so uh, good. Uh, and it's Emily. delicious. No. It's just a giant sugar puff. And I don't like them. Yeah, that's what all candy is, Anne. Yeah, but they're not puffy. <laughs> Yummy. I love peeps. And, you, and you, don't even, you don't even like the puff. You want it to be hard and crusty and gross. Yummy. Yeah, same thing with, like, just regular marshmallows. Like, if you have regular marshmallows, I just, like, take a few out of the bag and just set them on the counter so they can get hard. So good. Okay, I think you might be the only person in the world that actually would like a stale marshmallow. I... I don't think I am, and I'm going to put up a poll on our Instagram story. So, everyone, please pick up your phone, go to our Instagram, love versus hate podcast. I don't know what it is. It's love versus hate or love versus hate podcast. You can find out. Um, <laughs> and go to our story and vote. Okay? Thank you. We also have Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook while I'm at it. You can check us out there, too. And YouTube. and YouTube. I always forget about good old YouTube. Yeah. It's okay. Most of our listeners do as well. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of views on there, and it's totally fine. It's Yeah, it's totally okay. Um, gosh, I'm, I feel like I'm learning so much about you right now. It's delicious. Now I want a stale marshmallow or a peep. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm never going to agree with that um i feel like you can't knock it till you try it Anne. okay that is fair i will try it if i get some peeps i am going to set them out and then after quarantine is over you can have them (laughs) i've never promised though not to don't set them out for the whole quarantine (laughs) just like the week before it ends i don't know when quarantine will end so however long it'll last (laughs) that's how long how stale they'll be Okay. Well, Emily, I think we should share what's like one of your favorite Easter memories besides eating stale peeps because we've already talked about that. Well, that is one of my most favorite memories. But (laughs) um, my other memory that I have is um, we would make a bunny cake at my grandma's house. Um, It's just like a cake in the shape of a bunny and then you decorate it and like you put white frosting on it and then you put like little coconut flakes on it for like the hair and like licorice for the whiskers and it was really cute and fun and we did that on my mom's side one year and we did it on my dad's side at like my aunt's house so like all of my cousins would be there and we'd all be decorating our bunny cake that's fun yeah i like that idea i always loved doing 
the egg decorating where you get to dip them in the dye. Oh, yeah. I loved doing that. And I loved like I would dip one in like red and then I would flip it and dip it in blue. But then I would purposefully put it like more than halfway. So I'd get a stripe of purple. Mm -hmm. And, you know, though, every time I decorated an egg and this still disappoints me to my this day. I always wanted to do the the white crayon, you know, where you like draw something in white crayon. It never works. It never works that well. I mean, it kind of works, but it's always disappointing every time. Oh, it doesn't disappoint for me. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you need to teach me your technique. I feel like every time I've written on with the white crayon, it just does not turn out the way I want it. You have to like go over it multiple times. Yeah, maybe that's my problem. Yeah, I told. I totally forgot that egg dyeing was a thing. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I I was always one of my favorite, and I also just really like hard boiled eggs, so I'd get to eat them afterwards. And that, yeah, you know, I feel like fun. I feel like Easter is kind of like people kind of forget about what you do at Easter. Like I totally forgot that you would like dye eggs. I kind of forgot about like the Easter basket hunt until we just had this call. <laughs> um, <laughs> like. All I could think about, like, when we talked about having an Easter episode was like, oh, ham, church, that's Easter. (laughs) Totally forgot about peeps until, like, (laughs) five minutes ago. (laughs) And all the Easter candy. Yeah. um, But I think I think a large part of that is just this year because Easter is kind of. All I, messed know, I feel up. like it's yeah it's just all messed up so yeah that's true like you maybe that's part of it like yeah like you go into the store to like you walk into target and they have like three aisles of easter candy and so then you would think about easter but yeah i haven't really thought about easter <laughs> yeah um weird another thing that i just remembered was i remember going to my aunt's house one easter and she made like she had these jello molds in the shape of easter eggs and they all had different patterns on them and she made like jello easter eggs and they were so good because they were like all different like flavors and i was like this is the best easter ever (laughs) (laughs) i do actually really love jello molded food I don't know. It's like something totally from the like 50s. Jello was such a huge, it was like 50s or 60s when Jello became the craze, especially putting fruits and stuff into Jello. Oh, yeah. It was huge, huge. I love pears um, in lime Jello. So good. Mm. I really like strawberry Jello. That's what we make a lot in my family. It's really good. Mm. Now I want some Jello. Yeah, me too, kind of. Okay, bye guys. We're gonna go make Jello. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made Jello, actually. What? I've only ever. I know. You know, living on your own, you're trying to extend, expand your cooking palette, and I haven't gotten to Jello yet. Wow. I I bought Jello actually for the quarantine because I was like, well, might as well make some Jello. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Jello and Cool Whip is so good. I like Cool Whip with my Jello. Do you know what I like to do with my Jello? I'm kind of scared after I learned about peeps. <laughs> Do you leave it sit for a week and then eat it once it's rock hard? No, that would be gross. Um, but you might think this is gross too. I'm sorry, listeners, if you think this is gross. Um, so I put it in my mouth and then you like swish it until it becomes like a liquid. So you're like, I don't know how to like. Are you going to actually give us the sound of how that? No, I don't want to do that. I was, but then I was like, no, that's probably not a good idea. (laughs) That's not a very good auditorial uh, thing that our listeners want to listen to. Yeah, but yeah, that's what you do. And it's so good. It's like 
First it's a solid and then it's a juice. Yum. I have to say I've never done that with my jello and I don't think I ever will. It's so fun. Probably get cavities. I think you doing and I have def- you and I have different definitions of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I do not leave peeps out for a week and call that fun and delicious. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so Easter kind of turned out into more of a what does Emily do that we find disgusting? <laughs> yeah. I like this kind of episode. That's fun. <laughs> I'm sure there's other people out there that do that. Please tell me if it's one of you. Please. Thank you. Yeah, we'll put a poll out for sure. Um, let's see. Other. Um, I definitely don't ever remember dressing up for Easter, though. Like, I know that's like a thing. You dress up and you wear dresses and, you know, you you dress nice for church. I don't ever really remember doing that. Did you do that? Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird because, like, where we live in Wisconsin, it can either be, like, really cold and snowing or it can be nice out or it can be anywhere in between. So, like, of course, it's Easter. It's, like, spring. You want to dress, like, cute and warm in a dress and be like, ah, oh, it's so nice out. Easter, yay. But then sometimes you got to put on a winter coat and like you feel like, oh, are you kidding me? I just wanted to be nice out. But I remember one year I wore this like matching set. I must have been in like elementary school or something. I wore, do you know what gauchos are? Do you remember what gauchos mm-hmm. are? I feel like you've mentioned them before back when we were talking about like the 90s or early 2000s. Oh, but yeah, I don't maybe. So yeah, they're like a, it's like a capri length pant and it's like a really stretchy material and they're kind of like, uh, they go out, they're kind of like bell bottom, like that's how they flare out at the bottom, but they only go to like mid calf. Um, Sounds like a total 90s thing. Yeah. So, um, I had these like robin egg blue colored gauchos. With a matching robin egg blue colored shirt. Oh, no. Oh, boy. That had, like, white, like, circles and patterns all on it. Oh, my gosh. It was a look. (laughs) And then I probably had some, like, platform, like, sandals or something that probably just looked bad, too. So that was my look. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that sounds so classic 90s. I can picture it, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So that's all I remember. But nowadays you just wear your normal like jeans and a nice sweater or whatever. Yeah, that's what I would wear. But not this year. I'll probably just be in my PJs. (laughs) So yeah, that's pretty much all I can think about for fashion. Not much to say there. Yeah, um, I feel like it was much more of a, a thing well, I don't know. I mean, there are the bunny suits, you know, people put their kids in bunny suits. We were always in my family. We didn't have bunny suits or anything, but we did have a Santa suit that pretty much every single one of the kids got in at some point and had a picture of. But no bunny suits. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. Did you ever get your picture taken with the bunny Easter Easter bunny? I don't know why I said that weird. <laughs> with the bunny I mean, Easter? With the, with, the, with the bunny? <laughs> that was really weird. I'm not doing that again. Um... <laughs> Let's see. I I don't have any memory of it. It's possible that it happened, but I also am just terrified of those things. And I've always been that way, even as a kid. So I never once asked my mom for a picture like that. And my mom's not the type to 
forced that upon me. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, oh, the only thing I can remember is doing the, like I said, the Santa suit. That was something we kind of had to do and we didn't have a choice in. But other than that, my mom was good about not forcing me to take pictures with strangers. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't remember anything about a bunny suit, but yeah, I remember I have a photo of us with the with Santa Claus when we went to the bank. I guess he was at our bank, so I have that. See, but did you want? Because like, if your kids want to, I'm all for it. Like, if your kids are like, "Yeah, it's your bunny, I want a picture," like that's fine. But if I definitely was never that way. Were you that way? Did you always want to get a picture? No, I think I was really shy, so I probably would have hated that. Yeah. (laughs) I would hate it today, too. All right. Well, Emily, I think you need to let our listeners know what is your life lesson from talking all about Easter? Uh, My life lesson is if you have realized that you forgot to eat your peeps that you left unopened, it's okay. They're still tasty. That, that is a life lesson for a small mi- minority of our listeners. Uh, okay, my real life lesson is don't let food go to waste. Okay? Eat the peeps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's right. yours? I would say if you want to have a really good Easter egg hunt, put money in there. You don't have to put a lot. Just like $1 bills. A one, like maybe your $5 bill is the big money prize and you end up only putting like 15 Like maybe you put 10 $1 bills and one $5. It's only a little bit of money makes it very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> That's my life. Because like it's just this hunt for... That actually does remind me. I did an Easter egg hunt with some friends in college. We had an Easter party. It was really, really fun. We played all sorts of games and we did do a mini Easter egg hunt. And my parents actually had visited like the weekend before and I had told them about this plan. And so they gave me $15 of like some, I know it was really sweet of them, but they're like, oh, here, like you can use this for your hunt. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And, or maybe it was even more than that. I don't remember. It was like 20 or whatever it was. So we had like the $5 bill was the big prize. And you have no idea how obsessive my friends (laughs) got over. Like, I'm going to find that money. Like it just made it so fun. It was really, really fun. So that's my life lesson. That sounds that sounds real fun. Yeah, we should try it. We could do a little I don't know, can you do an Easter egg hunt with two people? It's probably boring. It's not boring. <laughs> no, I'll do it. How do we do a virtual Easter egg hunt? That's what we need to answer actually. Um you can do an Easter egg hunt with Taylor Swift's um C D like inserts that has her lyrics. She has like little messages in there. <laughs> That can be your Easter egg hunt. Okay. Now we're going to call it. And that's the end of the episode, everybody. We're not talking about Easter eggs that you find in like a show or Tay-Tay's album. Ugh, fine. All right. Well, happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.